Hello, hello, hello. Greetings, friends. I am your host, Melissa Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Cope, Hope, and Thrive. On Cope, Hope, and Thrive, we celebrate our present progress, breathe in the moments, and look expectantly to God to teach us how to cope and cultivate hope so that we can thrive right where we are. So hey, let's get started. This is season two, episode one. Welcome, welcome to the Cope, Hope, and Thrive podcast. And uh, this is the Thrive Hive community, a community of people who want to live life well in spite of negative circumstances and situations, a community of people who, check out this acronym for Thrive Hive, let's start with Thrive, people who want to be transformed, honest, reflective, walk in integrity, be vulnerable, and be educated. Moving on to HIVE, got an acronym for that too. People who are hopeful, industrious, victorious, and empowered. How does that sound? I I like that. It's, It's a bunch. It's a lot, the Thrive HIVE. But I feel like it encapsulates everything that we want to do as a community um, and our efforts to cope, hope, and thrive. So my last episode was released back in June, and we are now in September. I talked about the overflow and the pace of peace. Little did I know that I would need both of those things in the coming up months. You know, July and August really flew by, um, and they were filled with all kinds of distractions, um, <clears throat> a lot of busy, busy work going on. My momentum practically halted. And so, you know, we all come to these places in life where life to get super busy, we take on a project. For me, it was the beginning of school. Um, all the things that happen at the beginning of a school year, they're exciting. A lot of energy was required, a lot of creativity, it's stressful. So there's a lot that goes into a kickoff of a school year. So that took me in one direction. And then I ended up getting sick. That took me in another direction. And so um, in the process, I, I lost my momentum. So when we get to those places where circumstances pop up, We don't have any control over them, but it's a part of everyday life, but they tend to move us in a different lane and we start to operate differently. So I really had to cling to my pace of peace because it was, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And oh my goodness, I have that to do. And so you can get fretful and you can start to worry, or you can take deep breaths, get into that pace of peace find out, hey, what is it that I need to do? And really, I am I, I'm, I'm glad at my turnout, my outcome. Um, <clears throat> so many times in the past, at the beginning of a school year, I'm really, really stressed and I can feel it. And I'm just moving, moving, moving. But this time, I have to say, I was deliberate <clears throat> and intentional about my projects and how I set them up and how I went about accomplishing them. And I'm I'm pleased, I really am, <clears throat> as I reflect and look back on how things got started. I, I didn't work too much, I did. I worked longer, had long days, longer than I intended. 
but it was better than before. And you know, we are about progress. It is not perfection. It is progress. Are we continuing to move forward? Are we continuing to utilize our tools, our coping strategies to make progress? And with each little bit of progress, we are gaining ground. I did get discouraged a little bit. I even wonder, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But you know, I was reminded that all I do <clears throat> is to bring God glory. I am planting seeds of encouragement for whoever happens to take a listen. And I know from my own life, my own journey of learning to cope, hope, and thrive, that God will expose us to what we need when we need it. I have been on the receiving end many, many times. Of, oh, that was just the right article. That was just the right sermon. That was just the right song. That was just the right encouragement of person <clears throat> that I ran into that said the right thing in the moment, exactly what I needed. So I know that there are going to be people who are going to be listening to this going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I needed right now. And so I trust God that he is going to utilize my little seeds to uh, do whatever he is that he wants them to do. I know that when we hunger and thirst for answers, when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, that um, he will, that we're going to find those answers. Um, they don't always look like what we expect them to look like, <clears throat> but they, those answers do come. So here I am getting back into my momentum, uh, getting back into, hey, let's get some content. Let's start season two. And I'm excited about, um, about season two. You know, I've laid out a cope, hope, and thrive process that grounds us in the work that we want to do. And so during this season, um, we're going to dig into that process. We're going to take a look at what it looks like. Excuse me, y'all. I need a drink of water. <clears throat> I've been struggling with my voice a little bit uh, after getting sick the second time. <clears throat> so not coughing as much, but I do have a little hoarseness there. All right, the cope, hope, and thrive process. So part one of this process is about recovery. When we've been uh, dealing with a difficult situation or we encounter a trial or something that threatens to derail uh, our lives, we have to recover from it. And usually we think of recovery <clears throat> as after. But I'm going to challenge that a little bit and say recovery can start in the, in the middle, especially if it's um, something that we have to deal with emotionally or something that we have to, you know, get ourselves together to push through. And the moment we start to get our bearings, <clears throat> we start to have rational thoughts, then we can begin. Because the beginning of a situation, we get really emotional and we're like, oh my goodness, why is this happening? And we, we go through the anger and the fear and the hurt. We process through that. We get our attitudes can get funky, all of that. And then once we get past that initial reaction and shock and we start to go, okay, this is not going anywhere. I have to process through this. It's not anything I can avoid. Then we can begin to start the process after the pity party, after the anger has started to subside, we can start to look at what's in front of us and reflect on what's happening. So recovery begins with reflection. 
<clears throat> and when we reflect, we have to ask ourselves a few questions. And I'm big on reflecting. I'm big on what am I doing? What is this going to be for? Looking at my own actions and my own response to a situation. Asking myself those hard questions. Because if I ask myself those hard questions, then I can really process through. It goes back to um, being honest. As the uh, Thrive Hiver, we want to be honest and reflective so that we can be transformed. So I have a couple of questions. <clears throat> when you're in this situation and it's something that you can't control, and it doesn't have to be like negative. It could be, you know, um, a new project that you're about to embark upon. It could be, you know, a change in life. And it could be a new marriage, a new relationship. But when you're in it, the, either the excitement of it gets you really gets you rolling in a different direction or um, wanting to avoid all of those things bring us to the place where we have to be intentional about continuing our progress. So what can I control, if anything, in this situation? <clears throat> Usually the only thing we can control is us. Um, my response how I'm going to approach the situation. You can't control other people's reactions. You can't control other people's responses. You can't control what they do. And we have to let that go. I am responsible for me, my response. So if I'm looking at my response, and we'll come back to that. Number two, what about myself do I need to regulate? <clears throat> and if I can't regulate, then I have to ask God for help in regulating. What about my emotions, my attitude? What do I need to regulate? Is this triggering something in the past? Does it remind me of something that I need to pause and go, wait, this is different. So what it, What about myself do I need to regulate? Um, number three, if my initial response to the situation was bad, who do I need to ask forgiveness? You know, if, if the initial response was a bad attitude and negativity, you may have to go back and repair the relationship. It may be something that you have to go to God and repent and ask God's forgiveness because, you know what, I was only being selfish in the moment. I wasn't seeing the bigger picture. <clears throat> Number four, what can I learn about myself and God's character? And the Bible says to count it all joy when diverse trials, when we find ourselves in <clears throat> diverse trials and situations. And that's because we're going to learn about ourselves. Something about me is going to be exposed so I can go, oh, my goodness. Oh, that was in. Oh, mm -mm, I need help with that. Or something about God's character. I'm going to see God's faithfulness. I'm going to see um, God's <clears throat> long suffering. I'm going to learn something about my my being able to trust him more because of who he is. And then who do I who do I need to trust or. What is my source of strength? In order for me to get through or to start the recovery process, I need to identify what's going to be my source of strength. Do I need to read some extra scriptures, some more prayer time? Do I need to talk to somebody? Do I need to um, <clears throat> bring in a, a therapist or my best friend? Or um, what is it that I'm going to need to help recover, to help uh, build myself to regulate and to realize that what I can and cannot control. 
So reflect, and these are just a few questions. You may come up with questions for yourself, but in the recovery process, we have to first reflect, identify where I am, identify um, what I need to deal with before I move forward. Like I said, over the past few months, I've um, started back to work, did opening school, I got sick, so I struggled with my momentum. Um, And I've had to reflect on myself and I've identified my need to regulate, um, regulate me in the moment. Like I said, I know I I put in long hours um, and I need to go, no, you have to stop. Set that time, set that deadline, turn everything off, close it up and head home because I abandoned my exercise. I abandoned the workout. And so I missed it. You know, working out is something that I'm committed to doing, but I didn't keep that commitment to myself. So as I'm reflecting and looking at how am I going to get back into my momentum, I have to recommit myself to taking care of my body um, and exercising and knowing the benefit that that has for me. Um, like I said, I wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but it was better. And I, I am happy about that. So maybe you need to reflect um, on what is it that you abandoned when this situation hit you. When, if you're a teacher, you started back to work, you're probably in the same cycle of doing, 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 doing. Whereas in the summer where you didn't have to do school, you were able to be a little bit more leisure and approach things different. And so the test is, How am I going to bring all of these things together? And that's where I am to commit back to, know what, let's get back. Let's get back to exercising. Let's get back to working on it. So that is step, that is part one. I'm not going to call it steps because I don't want it to be something that you um, follow. It's more of a cycle. And you will find yourself rotating through the different parts of the cycle, um, the cope, hope, and thrive cycle of um, the cope, hope, and thrive cycle. You'll find yourself rotating through. Um, So now, until the next time, take a look at where are you right now? Are you satisfied with where you are with your 2022 goals? It's September. We're nine months in. We have the rest of September, October, November, and December. How do we want to finish out? We have four months roughly left to accomplish the things that we set out to accomplish. If you're not where you need to be, pause. Let's redirect ourselves. Let's reflect and go, okay, what is it going to take to accomplish one or two things that you still have set out for 2022? Because it's not too late. It's never too late. And you know I'm going to come upon that finish strong, just like we did last year. I definitely want to finish strong this year. We'll probably start that a little earlier this year than we did last year so that we can finish strong and um, have 2022 be successful in its progress. Not perfection, but progress. So until next time, my Thrive Hive. Oh, I like that. I like how that sounds. Thrive Hive, people who want to be transformed, honest, reflective, walk in integrity, be vulnerable, be educated, hopeful, industrious, victorious, and empowered.
Till next time, peace out, y'all. Thank you for joining me today on To Cope, Hope, and Thrive. I pray that you found some insight, picked up a tool that you can use to keep standing, and that you've been strengthened in your inner man by the power of God's might. Go ahead and look in the mirror and say to yourself, yes, I'm still here. And yes, my life is being redefined and redesigned. Before next time, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and make sure you share this with a friend. Until next time, cope, hope, and thrive. Grace and peace. It's your girl, Melissa Taylor.